Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. This is Dan Dan, Board Game Man, with this week's Top 5 Express Board Games Edition. Each episode, I'm going to give you a topic for the list and give you my picks for the top five games of that topic. Now, this week, we're going to talk about party games. Now, BGG defines a party game as games that encourage social interaction. They generally have easy setups and simple rules, and they can accommodate larger group of people and play in short amounts of time. Also, I want to add that a good party game often has this inherent property of no one really cares to score. It's just a matter of the event and having fun. Uh, and these games shouldn't make anyone feel uncomfortable. There's a few decent party games that I do like, like Spyfall. They have this kind of lying or improv property, but some people really get uncomfortable with that sort of thing. Uh, same thing goes with games like The Resistance or Coup or Resistance Avalon. Now, they're a lot of fun to play, but they usually turn into kind of backstab fests and shouting. But like said it's still their fun games and i do like them but i'll say that and also say that spyfall is still one of my favorite party games but for purposes of this list i wanted to shy away from those sort of games and keep it more everyone friendly now here's a couple of close calls and ones that i didn't put on the list because one of them isn't out yet now let's talk real quick about medium which is coming soon at gen con by greater than games and dice hate me games it's a game of partnerships where one person plays a card with a word on it and the, their partner plays another card with a word and you have to find the medium between the two words and then try to say it you say three two one and you say that word so for example one person's card might say moon the other one might say whole. And now you would both try to come up with a word that's the medium between those two words. Now say it in three, two, one. Now I would say crater. Now did you say that too? Then that's the medium. It's a great game. Look for it this year at Gen Con and then in a, you know friendly local game stores right after that. Could very well be number one on this list in the future as well. Now another two real quick ones that didn't quite make the list. Telestrations. Uh, this is kind of the quintessential telephone withdrawing game. Uh, you know, the old game of telephone where we're kind of talking to each other and trying to get the clue all the way around. Now what you're doing is drawing off of an individual clue on your little book, kind of making a picture. And you're going to pass that book to someone and that person's going to guess what you wrote, you know, what you drew and then they're going to pass it to the next person who's going to take their guess and then draw that picture and then pass it on for the next guess and so on until it gets around to the first person. And then when it gets around, everybody kind of just shows their books and you kind of get a good laugh out of what things became after they started off as one thing. You know, it started off as a you know, a cat on a roof and it became, uh, you know, a pumpkin or something weird like that. Uh, you know, people will spice this up with cards against humanity cards or telestrations after dark or whatever is up your boat, but it's really a really, really good, uh, you know, family style party game. 
There's also Sushi Go Party or Seven Wonders. Those are those drafting games for larger groups of people. Uh, you get a hand of cards, draft a card, play that card, and then give your hand to the next person, and then you'll get new cards. Simple, easy, very drafting, very, very good fun. Anyway, how about I get into the actual top five list for the party games? Number five, Pitch Car. This was a 1995 release, two to eight players, plays in about 30 minutes or so, and it's for all ages. Uh, it's been in and out of print, but I do think you can find it widely available again these days at Amazon uh, and at friendly local game stores. Quite simply, Pitch Car is a flicking racing game. Everyone has their wooden quote-unquote car that you can be flicking around a track one at a time to get around is depending on how many laps you want to do. So you're just going to keep flipping, flicking and taking your turns and going around a track, see who gets there the fastest. What makes it a great party game is that you can play a large number of people in a small amount of time and pretty much anyone can flick a wooden disc. Also, the tracks are modular, so no two tracks are ever going to be the same. And there are tons of expansions. You can have jumps. You can have multiple levels, like kind of heights. There's walls that you're going to put on there and you're kind of going to go around those walls. There's a never-ending amount of cool things that you can do with these different tracks in this racing game. You can have little tournaments. Oh, just, just a great, great game. That is Pitch Car, number five. Number four is a game called Concept. This was put out in 2013 by Repost Productions. It's four to 12 players. It says it about 40 minutes, but it's kind of another one of these where uh, it's more or less whatever time you want. And I'll explain about that in a minute. So Concept is basically charades with a board. The board's going to have 80 or so pictures on there, ranging from things like body parts, shapes, colors, arrows, and a bunch of other kind of descriptors. Uh, you'll get a clue. Let's just say it's either, again, pumpkin or Mary Poppins. And then you'll say it's something like that. And you're going to put down cubes on different pictures and, and try to get your team to guess that word. So for pumpkin, you might put a cube on a color square that has the orange, you know, an orange color on there, and another cube that has a picture of a sphere or a circle, you know, that's going to be one of the easier clues, but something like Mary Poppins or the internet may be a bit harder to get your team to guess. Uh, you know, and I say that the, the time is variable because you kind of just keep playing, going around a table, each group until you get tired of playing. Sure. You can keep score, but nobody really cares. That's the hallmark of a great game. Again, nobody cares about what the score is. You just kind of keep playing until you're just done. Fun, easy, like playing most party games. It's, it's more of an event type thing than a game itself. So, uh, that, is concept. Number three, Wits and Wagers. This one came out in 2005 by North Star Games. Uh, it was made by Dominic Krapischetz. Uh, and this is kind of an any number of players game because you can play it in teams. Uh, you know, you can play it in teams or just individual. And you can play it in about an hour, depending on how many rounds you play. I think the game normally plays over four rounds. But again, you can just kind of go as many or as little as you want. This is the only real quote-unquote trivia game on this list. But what's cool about this and how I describe it is a trivia game you can win without knowing a single thing or without knowing the any of the answers at all. Now, each round, you're going to have a question that is basically going to be answered with a number. Uh, say, how many feet tall is the Empire State Building? And everyone's going to put a number down on their little dry erase board, and they're all going to reveal them at once, and you're going to put them in order from highest to lowest on the wager board. Now, the board also has odds for each one of these bets, you know, five to one, one to one, one two to one, and you're going to put your two bidding chips with the wager. You know, you can have other chips under that chip that you're going to kind of bid on or bet on one of the answers. There's also a spot on the board that is kind of the one bidding price, like in prices, right? Where it's kind of lower than everybody else in case everybody went over. You can just bid on that one spot uh, and you're just going to see, you know, go from there. Uh, and once the answer is revealed, you're going to see who bid correctly. And, you know, it's kind of the closest without going over kind of like prices, right? And you're going to get points in chips 
uh, or chips uh, you know, associated with the odds for that. You're going to get a bonus if you're the one who actually got it right, but it's not really a huge bonus, so it's not really a huge advantage, but it does help to know a little bit of the answers in the game. There's also Wits and Wagers Family, Wits and Wagers Party, and Wits and Wagers Epic Geek Edition. What's great about some of these editions that instead of taking like the chips and a lot of the extra math for the odds, you're going to get a big meeple and a small meeple like in a family one. And a big one will get you two points if you get it right. And the small one will get you one point for getting it right. And it's the first person that gets a certain amount of points, wins it on that one. So take some of the crazy bidding, like I said, out of it, which can be easier to handle as well. That was Wits and Wagers. Number two. Time's Up Title Recall. Uh, now, specifically, Title Recall is the one because that's a Time's Up series, but we're going to go with Title Recall for this one. This one was in 2008 from Michael Adams, Peter Saret, and it's from R&R Games. Plays about four to 18 players. Again, you can play with kind of any number that you want, and it's going to play in about an hour. Now, you're going to play this in teams, usually in kind of teams of two, and you're trying to get your team to guess your clues. Uh, this is one that is title recall, has more titles of movies, TV, books. I think it has actors and stuff like that, too. Uh, and now, at the beginning of the game, everybody's going to get a certain amount of cards. Let's just say, like, five cards with clues on them. And everyone's going to take three of them and then put the, put the rest of them away and put those three in a pile. Now, you're going to shuffle up that pile, and everyone in the game is going to use the same pile each round. Now, so in the first round, you're going to give clues to your partner with a certain amount of time and you can say or mimic you know kind of charade anything the second round you can only use one word in a clue and still use you know charades the third round you can only be kind of mime or charade style in the third round now the fourth round is kind of the unofficial variant that we always use it's called the kind of the freeze frame round where you use no words no sounds and nothing as far as charades you just pose and you're trying to get your partner to guess. And you'll have a certain amount of time to get as many of the guesses right, and then you kind of pass the pile to the next person. Now, the genius of this game is that each round you play, until the pile of clues is done, is you're going to use the same clues. You're going to use the whole same pack. All four rounds, you're going to use the same amount of clues. So you're going to eventually you're going to know what every single clue is in a game and you're playing. It's just a matter of how many you can get through in your time of guessing. Now, what's really cool is you're going to kind of develop this language or these inside jokes start to emerge in the game. Often either a really good clue will come out or a real horrible one that everyone just associates with the right answer. So you can kind of, if you remember those, you can kind of get through the list a little bit better absolute blast to play. I love this game. It's, it's the quintessential party game. Uh, well, obviously the second quintessential party game. Anyway, again, no one cares about who scores. It's just the experience that is amazing in this game. That was Time's Up Title Recall. Now, the number one party game in my opinion, out there, is Codenames. This was in 2015, plays in about 20 minutes, and this is from CGE, or Czech Games Edition, and Vlada Shavado. This plays with about 2 to 14 players, as it says in the box, but it's really, it's just two teams with as many people as you want. You have the two... Each one has a clue giver, and then the rest of the team are their kind of guessers. Now, you're going to have a 5 by 5 grid of words. These are kind of people, places, things, pretty much any words are out there. Uh, and then each team has eight or nine answers of words that they have to get based on a card, which kind of you have a clue card, which has either a red or a blue. One team will be red, one team will be blue. One will have eight and one will have nine, depending on who goes first. Now, the rest of the answers that are not red or blue are the bystanders who no one, you know, who no one gets credit for those. And there's also one clue, which is the assassin word. And that's the one that if you're if your team guesses it, it's an instant lose clue. So you want to keep them away from that. Now, on the clue giver's turn, they say one word 
and a number. Now, a word is just basically one word or a proper word, a proper name like George Washington would be just considered one word. It's just one clue. Then you'll say a number. Now, the clue is going to be associated with the words on the board. And the number that they say is how many clues they want their team to guess. So I could say coffee two. And then so there's two words that I'm trying to get you to guess that have something to do with coffee. And the clue giver, you know, you're trying to get the team to find their color words and not any other words anyway uh, out there. Like I said, you can't find the other colors because that would end the round for you. So if you're going to also, that's kind of how you're going to avoid the other team's word and also avoid the assassin. So let's just say I have three great coffee words out there like milk, brown and hot, but hot might be the other team's word. So you got to be really careful as to your clue. And that's kind of the beauty of the game is coming up with the clues and kind of avoiding those other words. Uh, it's quick and easy. You can play one round in about 20 to 30 minutes and you can rotate out the clue givers after each round and just start all over again with a new grid of words. This is an absolutely amazing game. I cannot tell you enough how much this just uh, not only a party game, but just imagine absolutely great game to begin with. So Check this one out. It's the best party game out there. There's also, since it's been so popular, that there's spawned a ton of amazing spinoff games. There's Harry, um, there's a Harry Potter version. There's Codenames Pictures, which is basically all pictures on them. Uh, there's a Marvel. There's a Disney. There's a Codenames Duet, which is a two-player version. And of course, what else would be complete without an After Dark edition, which you can find at different places if that's your sort of thing. Anyway, so that is my top five party games. Number five, Pitch Car. Number four, Concept. Number three, Wits and Wagers. Number two, Time's Up Title Recall. And number one, Codenames. Thanks for joining me this week on Top 5 Express Board Games Edition. If you have any questions or you want to tell me what the party games you love to break out with your group, please feel free to send me a note on Twitter or comment on the episode on Majorspoilers.com. And of course, go to the site for tons of great podcasts and content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. I am Dan Dan, a board game man. You can find me at Geek Jock Blog on Twitter and on the Geek All-Stars podcast, or of course, the contributor TMSPM, where I do a board game segment with Scott and Brian. I'll be back soon with more board game Top 5 goodness, but until then... Grab a board game and have some fun with your family and friends. This podcast is copyright 2019 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.